Um, it just sounds weird because I say Tano and it's like Tom or something. I don't know. Tonto. Tonto. Just just start calling him Tonto. What's his real name? Gaetano. Gaetano. Yeah, Gaetano. Because I. Gaetano. I don't know. Or gay. Gay. Gaetano. Gaetano. Gaetano is what I normally say, but it's wrong. It's Gaetano. Little Tonton. Little Tonton. Little Tano. Hey guys, we're back. Welcome back, guys. I'm Jesse. I'm Lee. This is Becky. <laughs> and this is the good, the bad, the murdered. I need to stop saying that. Every time I just want to say Becky's name in there. Yeah, we need to stop. I think people are getting sick of it. Yeah, they're like, who is this? Our we new had a listeners couple less have no idea who she is. Each week we have a couple less and less downloads. Really? Because they're mad that we keep saying Becky's name and they don't know who she is. Oh, no. I'm sorry, guys. We're changing the format a little bit, too. Yeah, just bear with us. Yeah, we're getting there. This is a slow burn type podcast. You know what I mean? I guess. Real slow burn. So this is like awesome because people listen. We have a good amount of listeners and our Patreon. Guys, subscribe to our Patreon. Um, We have a good amount. Subscribe to our Patreon. Mm-hmm. We need to start putting some more things up on that. Yes, we do. But... um. But we're like, we're going to revamp that too. And we're like changing things and this and that. And so it's nice to have, like, we're coming up on like 50 episodes. Mm-hmm. Hmm, we should have a big 50th episode show. <laughs> I watched in real time at dawn only. Uh huh. Like, <laughs> like, it was like when you can see something happening. I didn't realize. It I didn't like know. How many 50, downloads do we have so far? <laughs> we should have a 50 party. What? <laughs> How many downloads do we have so far? I don't know. We used to pay attention to that. We got a lot. But so anyway, what I'm saying is hopefully by like 100 episodes, we got the shit down pat. And uh, pay attention for our live. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're going to do that. Guys, we're doing a live at some point. Yeah. I mean, well, we should. I want to do oh, a live. We should save Donardo or one of the big ones for the live. Oh, that's a good idea. Which we'll record it, but we should do we should start putting that together and make it like really good and have um oh slides. I like how I just like knew intuitively yeah. what you were talking about. I got Jesse do, likes I the done sound, sound effects. effects in a while. I'll do sound yeah, effects. Yeah, bring your episode. trombone. I'll do some sound effects for this episode. Um yeah, we should do that. I'll talk to a, a place. For, Let's do it. For a good one. Let's do it. We could do a little bonus movie thing. That would be cool. Guys, if you are interested in our live, where should we post it to? For like people to want to get like Instagram and Twitter. We yeah. We could go a little more better with that. Yes. So I don't know if we should be admitting it. No. Okay. We're okay. an open book on this podcast. Guys, we suck at this kind of stuff. We like recording. We just need some hot tips and suggestions on how to get more people to listen to us and hear us. Be and don't say aware. more informative or funny because that's not changing. Yeah, this isn't changing. We just need to get better at the back end stuff. Yeah. But this is what we're changing, though. We're we are going to try. Yes, our transitions. Yeah. And then also not as much banter in the beginning. We That's what we're known banter. for. So wait, what? So here's what we got to do. We just got to let them know what we're talking about first. What the today's case is. 
today's case is about the the nickname for this case is the social the social media no i'm sorry the selfie murder case the selfie the murder facebook case. selfie or self facebook selfie murder case there was a facebook post of a selfie that has to do with this crime hmm. and that's why it's named this this is interesting um the young lady's name who ends up passing away is Brittany gargle okay um so i'm gonna be telling her story okay so that's what's coming up now back to do we have anything <laughs> back else? to the banter <laughs> do we have anything else um we read well, i read on something that we need to tell you guys what we're going to be talking about within the first couple minutes yeah otherwise you guys lose focus yes because we banter a lot so so now you know what it's about now we're going to banter a little more yeah but now i don't know what to banter about if we say banter one more fucking time <laughs> <laughs> it was great because i was already saying that sentence and you said now i don't know what to banter about <laughs> um well I mean, we already talked about us wanting to update and change a couple things and our live show. Red Hot Chili Peppers are coming to town. What? We're going. I'm going to Nashville to see them. Are you going to Nat? But why? Why? If they're coming well, to they're, town, they're why touring. are you? They're touring and they're coming to town because I found better deal on tickets. You know what? That was one of the best concerts like, I've been to. And I was like, I might as well go to Nash. Nashville is cheaper for the same floor seats. And I was like, and I've never been to Nashville. It's so awesome. I was like I'm saving the money. The money I'm saving on the tickets, I'm spending for the Airbnb. Yeah, and also now I'm in Nashville. Yeah. Oh, because I get well, I have free miles too, but can't beat it. Um, that was a good concert. Have you seen Red Hot Chili Peppers live N- before? No. So that was the whole thing. I was like, well, if I'm gonna, I want to see them. I want to be close. Yep. And I had like a little. I had a number in mind. I would spend mm-hmm. like around three hundred a ticket. Yeah. I think it was like three fifty or something. So yeah, sitting on the floor. Nice. I'm excited because I'm not. I'm not going to see them again. No. And John Frusciante's back, who was uh, with them originally, who's like a genius. So their drummer, uh, guitar, guitar. Okay. Um, yeah, I saw them at Firefly Festival a couple years ago. It must have been actually a long time ago at this point. It might have been ten years ago. Couple years ago. It was like when me and Nick first started dating. So it was like a long time ago. Firefly. Firefly. Where's that? Uh, it was at the Dover Downs, and yeah. Tom Petty was a headliner, and Red Hot Chili Peppers, and it That's was awesome. re- it was really great. That Red Hot Chili Peppers was night one when we first got there, and I just like Suck my kiss. Yes, it was just so good. Like, oh my god, they play a great concert. You're gonna love it. And then seeing Tom Petty, like I had never seen Tom Petty before. That was like a spiritual experience. That so I've seen him the most out of anyone. Oh, really? Out of any person. Get no. out. Out of any band I've gone to the concert, that's the most I've seen. I've seen him like 10 times. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm trying to say. I saw him once, and it was really good. And by 10, I think I mean 8, actually. I actually, really I might good. have seen him twice. It was really good, though. It yeah, was he's really a man. good. Um, all right, so, yeah. Patreon, guys. Uh, join us on Facebook or Instagram, I mean, to uh, see what we're doing and when we're doing it and blah, blah, blah. Blah, 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 blah. Um, all right, what do you got? All right, so we're talking about Brittany Gargle. Have you ever heard her name before? No, no. And also, I will say um, that you said like there's a selfie of the person, and like I forgot. But whenever there's YouTube videos where it's like ten photos and the truth behind them, or mm-hmm. something like that, like those always like freak me out the most. So like, and it's like a picture of a girl, and it's then it's like two minutes later. 
she was killed or something. Like I'm always interested in those. Yep. Or videos or something. Just something like there's more to it, or you can kind of see a little behind the scenes thing of the incident that happened. Yes. Well, I don't know one, if that's exactly what this is, but it kind of is because I had seen this a couple times before in doing research, and it seemed like super cut and dry like what had happened until I like started looking into it more. And I was like, why have, do they not put all this other information out here? Like, this is much more, I got inspiration to do this because I was on TikTok late night one night and, um, it just like popped into my algorithm doing a video. I do do a lot of videos now. They're really bad. Loser. They're super bad guys. But if you want to go check out my TikTok page, it's what is it? Lily long time. L E E L E E long time. It's so bad. But you know what? When I was bored and quarantined, it gave me it gave me hope that there was people out there besides myself. I was very, very bored. Very bored. I have so many TikToks that are saved in my phone as drafts because I'm like, I shouldn't be publishing no. these. They're really bad. I haven't seen them and don't. Yeah, they're super no, bad. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes when I get really bored and I like because I had COVID, but it really wasn't that bad. But I was just quarantined. So I was just like a so prisoner. I was just TikToking and working out and then filming my workouts because I was bored. And I was like, what do I look like when I work out? What do I look like when I do this? I filmed a TikTok about me making my morning juice. Yes. So that's what I do now, guys. But let's talk about Brittany Gargle. So, all right. So this is happening in 2015. I was trying to remember where I was and what I was doing in the year 2015. Do you know where you were at? 2015? 2015, yeah. Yeah, I was right here, baby. Uh, what do you mean? Where was that? In just in life. Because I was, whenever I read these cases, I try to figure out, like, because I, I don't remember I this happening. Year, I had a couple years sober. Uh-huh. Um, I was dating a girl. Oh, let's hear all about her. I think. Yeah. Um, her name was Eileen. Hey, Eileen. Shout out, Eileen. I don't think How it, long did you guys date for? A year. I don't think things. Did I you guys know. live together? No. Mm, no, no. Missed out, Eileen. Diego was still around. That's my dog. My mom was still around. Mm, That's my mom. Kind of sadly. I was living in East Falls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Things were great. Nice. Very nice. Um, let's see. I was still living in Levittown. I may or may not have been sober. Who knows? Actually, at that point, I wasn't. Um, and yeah, I don't remember this case happening. 2015. It was probably probably wasn't a ton going on in my life at that point. Maybe some. I don't know. Um What else, Lee? What else about what? What else, Lee? Oh. It's always so confusing when you do this. All right, guys. That's just Jesse checking to make sure we're still recording. Wait. I swear to God, I ended this. I ended this. Oh, my God. It's so annoying. Why do you always do this during my cases? You didn't do it during your case. Because I can't do four things at once. Okay. When I'm doing my case, I have to read. I have to try to make jokes. <laughs> and you did listen in. And I have to see. listen in and I have to look and then I have to. Yeah. Do a good job multitasking. Okay. So 
Mm. Oh, here I wrote my notes on here. This is what I wrote because I was going to ask you that question, and then I put seven we'll, years. We'll edit ago, that out. Seven years ago? Question mark. Right? Question mark. I think I still lived in Levittown. Dash. I was a hot mess at that point. Those were my notes. Still are. Yes, I am. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so there's two main people in this case: Cheyenne Rose and to. Antony, sorry, Cheyenne Rose Antony. I almost was saying Cayenne the whole time, and then I looked up how to pronounce it because I always pronounce everything wrong, and it was Cheyenne. Yeah, we don't do this on purpose. We're idiots. We really are And idiots. by we, I mean Lee. I am really bad at like... And if you're not sure, ask Ryan. Yeah, ask my sister. She has a, a running tally of all the things I mispronounce, things I say wrong. My favorite thing was corrosis of the liver instead of cirrhosis. Corrosis? <laughs> I said corrosis. What, because you thought it was corroding? Yeah. I said corrosis instead of cirrhosis. What do you mean your favorite thing? How often were you talking about cirrhosis? I said it on the, the podcast and my sister was cracking up about it. She sent me a message about it and then I listened to it and I was like. Yeah, close to it. I'm realizing. Oh, really? Was <laughs> yeah, it we're good. yeah, we're good like this. <laughs> okay, 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 good. But how often were you? What do you mean your favorite thing? How often were you talking my about? My favorite mispronunciation oh, wow. of a thing. I thought like every day you're like, not like I'm going to get ever get corrosis, right? And then the next day you're like, that guy got corrosis. You want to hear my funniest one, my longest one that ever happened? So I swear to you, it was not until like two years ago, I think. I did not realize that it was Tom Petty. You thought it was Tom Betty? Lab, lap top. I thought it was lab Top. Lab top? Yeah. Like that you use the people to lab. All right, mom it? and dad, I'm going in the lab. Yeah. Laptop. Laptop. There was I would laptop. spell it laptop all the time. <laughs> I swear to God. I think Philly accent style, I probably it sounds like I'm saying laptop. Yeah. But I don't I would never spell it that way. I had no idea. Nobody ever corrected me. I mean, I know I, I am knew, it was a lap seven years old. And it took until I was 35 for somebody to say. Lee, it's called a laptop. No idea. Desktop. And a laptop. But I thought laptop because you use them in a lab. <laughs> I mean, what? <laughs> Makes no sense. This- <laughs> yeah. So dumb. Okay. And now we're going back. So Cheyenne, Rose, and Brittany Gargle. Um, so this is starting on March 24th, 2015. Brittany Gargle and her best friend Cheyenne Rose were getting ready to head out for a night on the town. The girls were both around like 18 at the time. Cheyenne may have been 19, but real close. Um, they were both in high school. So it's probably senior year, getting ready for the summer. I mean, it's March. So they're all excited. It's a Wednesday night. Oh, and this is happening in Canada, by the way. Yeah, I think I know this. You probably do. It's pretty, like, people know it. What do you think? Tell me. It's not going to ruin it. People probably Something with the picture. It was solved, like, a couple years after, and it was something with a picture was found in the, something was found in the picture that had to do with the crime. Mm, Yes. Is it the murder weapon? Yeah, pretty. Well, it's, it's undetermined, but they, they're pretty sure it's the murder weapon. Yeah. Um. Okay, so this happens in Canada because at first it says um, it was oh. a Wednesday night. Go ahead. Wait, I don't want to ruin it. You I can just, you can ruin it. People probably know it. It's not going to ruin. I just it. realized it's it's the one. They're both friend. It's the one friend. They think the one friend killed the other friend. It's like one of these girls killed the other girl that you're talking about. The two girls, right? Yep. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And I'll tell you all the details that went into it. Okay. But yes. So, um, yeah, so this is in. And that's our episode. Yep, that was it. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Have a great night. Also, this might be a little choppy at the end because I had everything written out and I lost my last two pages. So I'm going off memory for the last two pages. Oh, good. So I'm going to try my best here. So if I mess a couple of things up, I apologize in advance. Um, okay, because, yeah, when I was writing this, it said that the girls were going out on a Wednesday night. Um, and which made sense. I remember being a senior in high school, we would go party every single night. So that wasn't weird to me, but what was weird is that they were ending up going to a bar and I'm pretty sure in Canada, the drinking age is different. Um, so, all right, back to them getting ready. So they did the normal things that girls do when they're getting ready to go out. They blasted their music, tried on fun outfits, pre-gamed, listened to music, all of those things. Um, their game plan. They were going out to the bar, um, or no, they were planning on hitting up some bars and then going to a house party. Um, so I also wrote in here, side note, they, they're in Canada drinking age is a little bit different. I think that's how they were able, and who knows, they probably still had fake IDs, but you know, they're planning to go to bars. Maybe it's more common there. Um, they lived in a small town called Sash Cat, Sash and I'm totally mispronounced that. I even phonetically spelled it, but I know it's wrong. So I apologize. Um, so as they were getting ready, they did what normal girls do, especially nowadays. And they posed for a bunch of selfies. And then they headed out the door. Um, so Brittany and Cheyenne first head to Manchester's where they danced, they mingled, flirted with some boys. Um, they were supposed to stop here there first and then head over to a friend's house for a party, a house party. Um, but Brittany, Brittany ended up meeting two guys and, um, she met some guys at Manchester's. One of the guys asked her to like borrow a lighter and then she started decided to hang out with them. She told Cheyenne that she was going to leave with them and that she would meet up with them later. Um, and that was the last time that Cheyenne would see her friend alive. Okay. Yeah. Pretend we don't know what we know. Okay. So the next day, it's early the next morning, March 25th. Um, so this young guy or this guy, I don't know if he's young or not. This man's walking his dog by this road. Um, there's a landfill on this road. It's rural. It's on Cedar Villa. It's in Cedar Villa Estates. It's just Southwest of Saskatchewan. Sorry. I mispronounced that again. Um, he sees something in the distance and it looks out of the ordinary as he gets closer, his worst fears come true. Um, and what he has been walking towards this whole time was the body of a young female. She's laying on her back. She's fully clothed. Um, she's cold to the touch and he calls the police immediately. Um, so interesting side note about this. When I was doing some additional research, there was also that same morning, um, a local, TV host, mm -hmm. no radio host who was trying to take that road. And like, it's reported on all over the place. So he must be a famous, um, radio host in Canada. Yeah. But he just happened to be there at like the same time. And he was not able to take that road because it was blocked off because they just had found Brittany's body. Gotcha. So it was just like an interesting side thing. So like he was kind of connected to it just out of that because he, he reported on it right away. And then once it came out that like what this girl happened, he closely followed it. Gotcha. So it was interesting. Um, 
When the police arrived, they immediately see signs indicating strangulation was the main cause of death. So they could see immediately. Um, the woman's body does not, um, does have, um, or she did, didn't have any identification on her. So at first the police have no idea who she is. Um, so only, they notice that it's only been a few hours, um, that she's been dead. And also side note, it's only been a few hours that Brittany has been missing. So it's not linked at all yet. So nobody has any idea. Um, this body of this woman that they found has some distinctive tattoos. There's a lion on her left shoulder and two stars on her left hand. Um, the police also collected some clothing that was found around the body. Um, and the police immediately start like circulating the information to local authorities to see if anybody's reported somebody missing with these identifying marks. And I'm pretty sure that they probably posted on the news as well. Pretty quickly, what ends up happening is, and I think I wrote this later, so I might end up repeating myself. Um, yeah, it's down here, so I'm not going to even say that yet. Okay. In the meantime, we're going to back up. Cheyenne wakes up. She wakes up the next morning, realizes that she's not heard from her friend. So she immediately goes onto Facebook and she makes a post. And the post says, Hope you got home. Okay. Or something. Very, very Hope similar. Hope you got home safe. Yes. Yeah, so she posts on her friend, Brittany Gargle's um, page and says, where are you, Brittany? Haven't heard from you. Hope you make it home safe. I need my phone. Love you. I totally forgot it said need my phone. I guess, I guess Brittany has Cheyenne's phone. Um, Does she really have it? I think later on, I think that, I think that. You think that was a cover up? I don't remember, honestly. I feel like the phone thing may have been part of this cover-up. Because the cover-up, I mean, she does a shitty job covering it up. Because they, like, ping off, you know, like, oh. Oh, you're right. That's probably exactly so what it was. she probably just said. And then also that would make sense that she Facebooked it. Yes. It was the cover-up then. Yep, you nailed it. So, yeah, that was one of her little seeds that she planted. I need my phone back. Love I'd be you. so good at killing someone or solving it. There you go. Just which way do I want to go in life? Well, after the bees and the rollerblades and the tennis rackets, I'm not sure. You have four of the five indicating factors of a serial killer, right? No, no, no. First of all, it was three is the McDonald effect. And I only had one. I think you had two. Rollerblades. (laughs) Does he have... Your Honor, does he have rollerblades? <laughs> the murderer just has book bag with rollerblades in it. Oh I rest my, my case, Your Honor. That's a serial killer if I've ever seen one. <laughs> rollerblades. No, it was wetting the bed. What'd you do? <laughs> no, no, no. It was, it was, no, the only thing I did, is, okay, so it was wetting the bed, killing animals, and starting, you did? And starting fires. Which you did. Okay. So it was, first of all, it was wetting the bed unhealthily. Like, not just like <laughs> an accidental wet here or there, which I had done, which everyone has done. Yes. I never killed any animals. I killed some bees. They were the bumblebees, the big ones. This is like. And I'm, he would leave the corpses. You said you left the corpses in a pattern for your mom to find. <laughs> yeah, it was a joke. <laughs> I would line them up in, in shapes. You know, like a, a triangle or like like a pyramid. <laughs> Your poor mom was probably like, what is happening to our son? And then the last thing, the only thing I would do is the fire. 
Or like, I like fire. Coming to find out, Big though, deal. A lot Who of- doesn't like fire? <laughs> it is true. A lot of guys like, I like to be pyromaniacs. I'm not a pyromaniac. I like making fires. Okay. Not like in like a safe setting, not like on people's houses. Yes. I just like to make fires in people's yards. Mm-hmm. Yes. McDonald effect. Where was I? Oh, so Cheyenne wakes up in the morning, makes that post. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, the police get a call from a female. The female does not say who she is. Um, who suggests to the police that the tattoos match those of a close friend, Brittany Gargle. Oh, shit. Um, police check out the tip and they contact the Gargles and they make a positive ID that the body that they found is that of Brittany. So it was pretty quick that she was identified. Her body was identified. Um, that very next day, the police get a call, another call from a female caller who had some information on Brittany Gargle. The caller is Cheyenne. Um, Cheyenne said that she was with Brittany the night before her friend died. They the got, night before the um the, the night, night before the night of her disappearance. So the like she's saying that on the twenty fourth she was with Brittany twenty fourth night, and then like the twenty fifth morning is when she was found. found. Okay, yeah, early morning, like five o'clock in the morning. Um. So yeah. So she they she said that she was with Brittany the night before she died. Um, they got ready together. They went to Manchester's together, which is the bar on the corner of 33rd street and, you know, some other road. Right. I I wrote it down, but I can't pronounce it. So I'm not even going to try. Don't. And <laughs> then, thank you. Thank you. And then they went over to a house party on Avenue I. So she said she ended up, um, she said that she ended up in the parking lot of the colonial pub and grill on a street around 4 a.m. Cheyenne told police that Brittany asked a man for a lighter and invited him along with them. Um, Cheyenne told police that she got dropped off at the lighthouse, which is an assisted living facility that she worked at. She said she got dropped off there so she could visit her uncle. She said that that was the last time she saw Brittany. Um, She even put her uncle on the phone with police to back up her story. And during a second interview, the um, uncle's story did match hers. So it was corroborate. Cor- what's the word? Cor- corroborated? Corroborated. Yes. There's another one. Add Co- it to the list. Corroborated. <laughs> see, see? Okay. Now, interesting. When the police go to eventually. Is it collaborated? Corroborated. Corroborated? It's something like that. Collaborated. Collaborated is a word, but corroborated. Yeah, they collab. They collabed on a video on a, a music <laughs> song. <laughs> they collabed on that music song together. Corroborated. Corroborate. I can't say it. Try to find out. Corroborated. A statement, theory, or finding. Corroborate. I did say it Corroborate. right. Corroborate. C O R Rob. Corroborate. 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 What's going on? You all right? Uh, my mom was texting me if I wanted. All I said, all it said was something about, do you want this before Jess gives it away? Which is her neighbor. <laughs> so let's just check in. Okay. So back to Brittany. Corroborate. Shit. 
The one thing about these Chromebooks, let me tell you, touchscreen Chromebook, it's very sensitive. And if you touch the wrong well, spot, it closes you know everything why? down because it's a piece of shit. No, you're supposed to be using that in the lab. Oh. oh and it all came back around. Damn. Got I'm em. using it in the wrong setting. It's in your lap. That's why. I can't believe I went 35 years of my life. Okay. A desktop. Desktop? Desktop. Desktop. Mm. Okay, sorry guys. I closed down my whole computer. Oh my God. Well, you know what? Then you know what we'll do? It's another episode of Christie's Corner. Christie is at home right now thinking, why the hell do we have to keep wearing masks? And when will COVID be done with? She can't handle it anymore. She hates it. Not just for her, but for her family. She is so sick of it. School is annoying. Everything is annoying. It's frustrating her to no end. And she doesn't get frustrated easily. But she can't handle it anymore. And that was another episode of Christie's Corner. That was perfect. Now- For our new listeners, I've never met Lee's friend, Christy. And I just pretend like that's what she's thinking. <laughs> no, I don't know her. <laughs> It's kind of, it's kind of great. <laughs> that's what she's thinking. That is what she's. It's thinking. usually just like something that's occurring right now. Yes, or not. Sometimes she was th- thinking about what ice cream she was going to eat. Yeah, it was ice cream before. Wait, have you ever heard of this ice cream place called One Nine Hundred Ice Cream? No. So it was this what? Instagram thing. <laughs> <laughs> it was this Instagram thing, but this guy has a scoop shop in Ardmore, and then he does like these drop-offs in like random places in the city. His ice cream is. So good. I gotta check it out. It has so many crazy flavors. I'll show you his Instagram. I follow him and what crazy flavors? I thought we were doing like a ad for this is an ad, actually. (laughs) Um, you can write us a check and send it to my house, please. Wait, wait. How crazy are these flavors? Well, okay. My one that I tried, because when I went there, well, this one was basic, so um basic crazy well okay so the one that i wanted to get and i haven't gone over there yet they had do you, do you know what the italian rainbow cake is it's like yeah. almond cake so freaking good i love it it's my favorite the little almond the little rainbow cakes you can get at wawa now yeah oh my god i'm obsessed with them so he made an ice cream he used pistachio ice cream rainbow cake and then a jelly swirl like an apricot and a jelly swirl in there oh so good so but all these crazy flavors. Look up one nine hundred ice cream. Okay, so back to Cheyenne. Cheyenne told police that she got dropped off at the lighthouse. We were saying with her uncle. The story was corroborated by her uncle. Now, police went to go check the surveillance video just to double check. Hey, what's this? They went to the Columbia. <laughs> they went to the Columbia at first, which was the bar. They never saw Brittany or Cheyenne. They never show up on the surveillance videos at all. They just weren't there. So that's where she said that she went at four o'clock in the morning. She met the guy. The guy asked for the lighter and then they started hanging out. And that's when Brittany took her car and then dropped Cheyenne off. Never see Cheyenne's car there at all or Brittany. Mm, Interesting. So the next thing is um, they were like, you know what? Let's bring this uncle. Oh, no, no. They went to the lighthouse for the surveillance videos where the uncle was working or where she was supposed to meet the uncle. Also, no sign of Brittany or Cheyenne at all. They never see Cheyenne. 
So the police are like, all right, let's go back. Let's go talk to this uncle again. So the detectives, they thought it was strange. They brought Cheyenne's uncle back into the police station and they started to press him and he immediately changed his story. Immediately. So um, he told detectives that Brittany came to him um, with a different, or I'm sorry, not Brittany, that Cheyenne came to him with a, with a different story. He mentioned that Brittany and Cheyenne had met up with, or no, so Cheyenne told him that Brittany and her had met up with two black males in a hotel room and they were there hanging out, partying and doing drugs. What a Go little ahead. liar. Yeah. So yeah. So she's there. She said that they're over there doing cocaine. Um, Cheyenne told her uncle that she had gone to the bathroom and when she was there or like right beforehand, she like heard a fight break out and um, when she came back, she noticed that there was marks around Brittany's neck. Marks? Yes, marks. And she quickly realized that um, oh he's doing, 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 doing it again. He's doing guys. it again. I'm doing it again, guys. Okay. This right. is for our Instagram. It's always in the most crucial part of the story. Marks. Okay. Marks around her neck. Um, so... They're at the hotel room with these two guys. They're doing a ton of cocaine. She goes to the bathroom. She hears a fight. She comes out. She sees marks around Brittany's neck. And she then tells her uncle that um, that Brittany was unconscious and that the men held a gun to Cheyenne's head and said, we killed her. You need to help us dispose of the body. And if you don't, we are going to kill you as well. What a little liar. Yep. And so she cried and begged her uncle to help come up with a story for her to cover so she wouldn't get in trouble. So um, this is where I lost the rest of my information. So bear with me. I'm going to try my best to kind of recant all or uh, go back over this. So what ends up happening next is the, the police start looking further into that night and they're like, well, clearly Cheyenne's lying about something. Um, they noticed that in the, in the evidence, there was a black belt and also in the car. And I it wasn't really clear if Cheyenne was still driving this car or if the car was dumped there with Brittany. But there was – the car was dirty. It had, like, dust, like, in the car. So they saw marks on the dashboard of the same pattern that that belt was. And, like, okay, girls in the early – I don't know. 2010s one of the styles was wearing this really thick woven belt high up high up like right under their boobs to kind of like define their waist a little bit and show off their boobs um that is the belt that cheyenne was wearing in this in facebook the, post selfie, yeah yes so the police look back they see that cheyenne has this belt on they see the marks in the car and they see that britney was strangled with something kind of consistent with a belt. It was never fully determined that that was the murder weapon. The, didn't leave the imprint of the like big part of the belt. Like, right. Somewhere or something. Yes. So they see all of this and they, I mean, they connected the dots anyway. But. They, yeah, they connected the dots. You know, what's crazy. They have all of this information together. They know Cheyenne is lying. They've interviewed her multiple times, but they did not have enough evidence to arrest her. It took them two years yeah that's what i thought it was like three years later or something yeah two years for them to come up with enough evidence to arrest her so um 
So during this time, um, you know, there's there's Facebook posts, the Giants posting. She's completely 100% pretending that she had nothing to do with this murder. Yeah. She's talking, writing Facebook posts on Britney's wall about, oh, I had a dream about you last night. You came to me in my dream and told me how much that you love me and miss me. Just like all of this stuff that you look back on it now and it's just so cringy. Yeah, like, bitch. Yes. Um, so eventually there's enough evidence where they, they call her in, uh, they call Cheyenne in and they're like, look, like you're clearly lying. You lied about where you were at that night. We have enough evidence that kind of puts you, Oh oh my God, I almost forgot to tell you this part. (laughs) So at some point there was two people that came forward. First was a female. They didn't tell her name. And she said it was, I think maybe a couple months into the investigation, this girl I think her mom called into the police. It wasn't even her herself and said, my daughter has information about Brittany Gargle's murder and disappearance or murder. I want to talk to the detectives. So they brought the the mom and the daughter in. They get there and this girl who's identified because I think she was underage at the time it happened, said that early morning on March 25th, um, Cheyenne shows up to her house, hysterical, crying, and says... I don't know what happened to Brittany. There's something wrong with her. She's really hurt. I need your help. And so the girl looks outside and she sees Brittany slumped over in the car, knowing now that it was Brittany who was clearly dead at that point, possibly, possibly dead. So, um, and the girl was like, she saw how drunk Cheyenne was. She didn't want to get involved. Um, probably had some vibes that something more serious was happening. When you call the cops or something. That's what I was thinking. Just call the cops in case she's like almost dying and needs like to be revived or something. I think also at that point, she, from one of the plate things that I read, that if she would have called the police, then I think Brittany would have lived. Really? I believe. Now, I could be wrong about that. So if anybody listens to this and I'm, if I'm wrong, please let me know. But um, yeah, so. So that happens. But why would she have been like fucked up and then her strangler after that? I don't know. That's what was weird about the whole thing. So like I'm not 100% sure. So let's assume that that's not true. Let's assume that she's already dead. So then a couple months later, somebody else calls in. It was a male at this point. And this male calls and says, look, that same night, Cheyenne also came to me and said, I need your help. I killed Brittany and admits to it. I killed her. I was drunk. I got into a fight with her. I strangled her. I I came to out of a, her, not her exact words. What it sounded like is that Cheyenne and Brittany were probably partying. And at, it comes out later too. And I'm just going to skip to this right now. Cheyenne was, um, well, well, she looks back on it now and says that she was highly addicted to drugs at that point. She was doing methamphetamines. She was doing cocaine. She was drinking every single day. <clears throat> so she was a drug addict. Um, that night she went out and she was completely, she got completely wasted. She blacked out. And she, what she's saying is, and what she said to this guy that night was, I came out of a blackout and I found Brittany in my car and I had beat her up and she wasn't breathing. So that's what she said to this guy. And this guy called into the police station. He reported this. And all of this evidence was used to arrest Cheyenne. Gotcha. So Cheyenne comes in and she denies it at first. 
She said that she had nothing to do with it. But eventually um, she gets a defense lawyer and the defense lawyer was like, look, you know, she came out and her defense was that she was highly addicted to drugs at that time. She was completely blacked out. She was an emotional alcoholic or emotional drinker. So you know how like there's a lot of people that like, and you might know somebody like this. I know people like this. I think I was like this sometimes where if I would get so drunk and I blacked out, like I would become mean and like angry and aggressive. And there was definitely like certain drunks where like, like that happened to me. So apparently she was like that as well. So she was incredible. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was just listening. So she was incredibly drunk that night and her defense was that she was in some kind of blackout and, um, she said the last thing that she remembers is the two of them being in a car together and Brittany taking her phone. And she said that she does not remember why. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I definitely had some blackouts and then, and like, then you kind of piece together. You remember some things that happened. It'd be really, but and I'm not saying it's, I'm saying that this is possible, I guess, but it, it it's hard to think about like having a blackout and then waking up and then someone's dead. Yep. Or like beat off. That's like the orange like, tree. Remember I, that case? Yeah. Yeah. I like when I blackouts would wake up and be like, yo, dude, you were, you were being a dick or yo, you were, you were being so funny about you just kept going on and on about this. And I'm like, I'm like, really? I'm like, I don't remember any of it. Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to imagine like, instead of it was like, Hey, you were really funny. It was, Hey, you strangled. Right. Eric to death. Crazy. <laughs> like one of my friends. I'm like, I could see it happening, I guess. Yeah. Maybe. And and this is what she said happened is that was the last thing that she remembered. And she remembers Brittany taking her phone for whatever reason. And the next thing she remembers is waking up in the car and Brittany being dead in her car. So she doesn't remember actually murdering her. But I think since then, like, you know, because she's in jail right now. Um, since then, I think that she has, you know, said that yeah, like I did it. I don't. I know you. Doing I know it. you'd freak out, but I feel like if it was also your friend, you would probably just call nine one one. Yeah, it's like you're already you're gonna get in. Tr- you might as well just try to remedy the situation. Brittany's mom and dad said the same thing in during court. They're like, look, like this is a horrible, tragic thing that happened. But yeah, like maybe it was worse. like, maybe, yeah, maybe she didn't, but yeah, that, ma- that makes it worse. And then you're driving to two other people's house and saying, I need help to like bury a body or whatever. Yep. And it's crazy. Like she, and she denied it for two years. Pretty much. She denied it. Um, Oh, and then, so what ended up, why it's called the self, the Facebook selfie murder is in the pictures. Um, the police tied together the belt, to be the murder weapon that she used to kill uh, Brittany. The belt loop on her, her high belt loop. The high. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, if yeah. you guys Google um, Brittany Gargle or Cheyenne, probably just Brittany Gargle, you'll see the picture pop right up. And it just looks like a normal selfie picture that like, I have that same picture pretty much of me and my girlfriend's going on 2015. Um, And so that's what tied everything together. And so, you know, um, Cheyenne is in, in jail. Guess how many years she got? 15. Nope. Guess again. Less. 10. Seven years. For what? Um, oh, what's it called? Second degree. Because she did not go out with well, the intent true. to murder yeah. that night, but she did murder. 
And I, I really like don't understand the criminal it justice because it was system. in Canada too, and also they probably hammed up the uh, fact that she was saying she was blacked out and whatever. I, yeah, I don't. Well, also the, I think it could be definitely proven that it was an accident because uh, she used like something that was on her. Like a belt, you know. What I mean, it's not like she like it wasn't premeditated. And also had like a knife and yeah. then she was stabbed or something. Yeah, um, it's just crazy to me that like you can fully murder and somebody and get seven years. I was just gonna say, and the fact that even though those two witnesses were probably detrimental to her, mm-hmm. they probably also helped because they were like she came and so she basically it, it corroborated um, what she was saying that it was an accident. Yeah. Like, hey, look, I don't know what happened. Here's what happened. Like, here, this is what she said. Mm-hmm. Whether she should have called the police and whether Brittany was already dead or not, it was true with what she said. Sounds like it was an accident, but also, like, that's a pretty fucked up accident. Yeah. That's it, what I'm saying. I blacked out. I didn't, I never got, never, like, murdered anyone. Yeah. Well, and that's. That's a weird blackout. It's a weird blackout. It's a very weird blackout. And. So she she's in jail. She should she's supposed to get out in 2025. And wait, she was driving. I don't really understand what happened with that car that night, but she was driving. It didn't. It wasn't really clear of whose car it was that day, but um, I mean, she was driving, so she was drinking and driving. She clearly, was blacked out. She was blacked out, drinking and driving. Um, because then she drove to both of those people's houses, or maybe she drove to one person's house and called the other person. I was wondering when you said the belt was found on the car, mm-hmm. where was it found? It wasn't found on the car. Oh, well, there's two things. So when they found Brittany's body, the belt was found around her. So there was a random clothing around her and the belt was one of those pieces of evidence they collected. But in the car, um, you know, like when your dashboard gets dusty and these girls probably smoked a lot of weed. Up, and up against it? You know, that could be. Like to do stuff with her makeup? If she was sitting in the passenger side or something? Oh, no. I'm thinking what happened, the reason why that was there is when she took her belt off, she went like this with the belt or something, and it slapped down against the dash. And there was enough dust there where the mark of the belt hit the dash, and it was in the dust. Gotcha. Okay. Because I'm sure they smoked cigarettes and they smoked weed, so there was all that weed dust in the car. You remember when you were a teenager, how dusty your car would be? Weed dust. Yeah. But... Yeah, so um and Britney's uh Britney's parents um you know they made their statements in court and um they were just talking about like you know how how could you do this this was your best friend she trusted you she yeah. relied on you and not only did you kill her but you denied it for 2 years but they did say that but they also said the best way that you can um Rectify the situation is to corroborate. Um, <laughs> corroborate. Just say a bunch of <laughs> but, but to change your lifestyle. Reconcile. Not do those things anymore. Stop. <laughs> Just say the word. Reconcile. Stop doing drugs and alcohol. Intervention. Intervention. All of those things. Um, yeah. So, and where the there's a marker that was put in place intersection. <laughs> yes. It wasn't the intersection <laughs> um, where Brittany's body was found because it was like this, like 
it's a, it one thing said like it was like a landfill type area, but then I, I don't know if more recently the land was developed to uh, and apartments are put there, but whoever bought that land, they did. There's a clear mark identifying mark of where Brittany's body was found, mm. um, and it says something like, you know, please don't disturb this area. This is where Brittany's last um, resting place was. Um, so yeah, it sounds, that case sounded so cut and dry the first time I heard it, but I didn't know all of the excuses that she had. I didn't know that Cheyenne went to all of her friend's houses to yeah. try to cover it up. Um, so it was a pretty interesting well, pull up the picture case. too. It's kind of, it's, those things are so unfortunately for, but they're so eerie yes. to look at. Yeah. It's like this person was alive a couple hours later and then this person next to them killed them with that belt that's on her. Mm, it's so crazy. And it was probably over the dumbest goddamn thing. She took her phone and she didn't like it. Yeah. it was, And it was probably because Brittany was probably like, hey, look, you're too drunk. Don't text this person or call this person. She's probably trying to help her out. <laughs> yeah. Don't tell me what to do. Yep. Mm. All right. Well, that was. A bummer. Yeah. Intense. All right. It's funny because you always do the sprees and I always do the, the singles. Mine are always singles. I need to, because I write so much that I never want to do like multiples because I'm like, I'm going to be writing forever. Yeah, I know. But the first one I did, I should do one like Harrison Graham again. That was a good one. Yeah. Interesting. Yes. I should. You know what's so crazy about that? I was cleaning my closet the other day. Cleaning out my closet. And, <laughs> and, um, I forgot that I have some stuffed animals that I've kept since I was a baby. My favorites. So there's Cookie Monster. One's Cookie Monster. Uh uh. Yep. You could be a serial killer. I could be. Yep. I wonder if it's the same Cookie Monster that Harrison Graham had. See, you're the serial killer, not me. Yep. That's me, guys. I also had this random thought the other day. I was like, I don't know what I was watching. I was watching something and I I was like, if I died in my house, oh, I think I heard a strange noise in the basement or like strange noise somewhere in my house. And yeah. I normally, like, I really don't get that freaked out. But for whatever reason, I got super freaked out. I was like, somebody's in my house. I'm going to die right now. And then the second thought was, if I got murdered in my house, how long would it take for somebody to figure out that I'm murdered? How long would I sit here? A long time. Right? At least a couple of days. That's what I'm thinking. I mean, I talk to my family every single day, but like sometimes I don't talk to them and they're not going to think, oh, Lee got murdered. That's why she's not talking to us. Yeah, the murderer would have plenty of time to clean up. Oh, for sure. Maybe start a little fire. They could. They would need to get the chimney swept though first because it would start a fire in the whole house. Because I've never cleaned chimney. Can you stop by? (laughs) (laughs) They're they're calling in. They're like getting chores chores done at your house. Gotta get these leaves Just out of the gutter, cats, please. Hey, can you guys clean these leaves out of the gutter? I really need that to happen. So, please, somebody get the oh, gutter, her? guys. She's just taking a nap. <laughs> That's my uh, wife. I'll just write a check out of her checkbook. <laughs> then everything gets, and then the house is in great working order. They sell it for like <laughs> way over value. <laughs> Nobody ever realizes I'm gone. Story over. Nobody cares about Lee. Nobody, not a damn person. <laughs> um, well, good job, good story. What do we have on tap for next episode? I really think we should do one of those long boys. A long boy. What was the one we were just talking about? Not Cosmo, the other one. Murdochs. Yeah, the Murdochs. Maybe we'll 
dive deep into that because the first part of that is like a, a good amount. It really is. Like with the people involved, especially if we like go in depth with the people that were involved. Yeah. Like on the boat with Homeboy. I mean, if if you guys have not watched the 2020 episode, it blew my mind. I was like, what? All of these things were happening? Like, it was crazy. It's yeah. really interesting. Um, so, yeah. So, maybe that will be our two-parter. Check us out on Instagram, yo. Yeah, like us on Instagram. I've been doing this thing on Instagram. I think we should, you should do it, too, sometimes. Mm-hmm. Is I'll go on to um, my Crime Junkie or whatever. And then, like, I'll put, like, we should put start putting, like, new episode up. Like, oh, comment that. Oh, that's a good idea. Morbid. It's like guerrilla w- warfare. Yeah. Which I don't know if they'll appreciate, but maybe we'll get like someone to listen. No, they're going to be like those. Oh my God. Why can't I think of their names right now? I love them. I listen to them all the time. I just listen to their episodes. So the way that we listened on the way home from New Hampshire. Why can't I think of their names? Don't tell me. Let me think. Ash and Elena. And Ash the, and Elena are going to be like. What's the other one's names? Oh, from Crime Junkie. Brit and Ashley Flowers. Yes. You know what podcast I like to listen to? Um, Housewives of True Crime. Mm. Those ladies are hilarious. Are they? My Aunt Beth told me to listen to them, and I did, and they're really good. And what other podcasts have been listened to? Oh, there's this one I listened to when I was um, in isolation. Quarantine. And it was about dating and at first i was like that sounds kind of boring but then i listened to it and it was so cute it was so good it was just like the social experiment and it was like i don't even know it was about dating it was interesting it we've been watching boring. the hills and the hills new beginnings oh and now we're like obsessed with um spencer spencer and heidi especially spencer so they have a podcast so we listen to their podcast is it way. good so we actually first listened to some other guy's popular, uh, unpopular is the name of the podcast. Yeah. And he d- covers stuff and he like covers, he's like TMZ kind of. Yeah. And then he had Spencer on. It was really good. I thought like, it was just really interesting because I don't know if anybody's watched any of those dumb shows. They're kind of like guilty pleasure to me and I'll watch some of them here or there. But, um, he had like Spencer, like explained like how, you know, this shit's bu- This was bullshit. We did this, blah, blah, blah. We were getting paid this. So it was kind of interesting because you got like a behind the scenes look at like everything, just even like how much they were getting paid and why oh. and what really happened. And yeah, so it was interesting. How much do they get paid? Um, so it's interesting. They didn't get paid. I mean, they would get paid per episode, but they would have to like almost make the episode. If dur- if during filming, they didn't do anything, they didn't get paid for it. So oh. they would start like drama and shit, but they were basically all making like a hundred, hundred and fifty an episode. Audrey, uh-huh. Audrina was making one hundred and fifty thousand an episode. Whew. At the height. Uh, I In mean, like beginning. part of the hills. Yeah, the new beginnings ones. There was only two seasons, but they they were all making like a hundred or something. <laughs> Man, a hundred episodes on a whatever. It's actually if you listen show. to him. They portrayed them a certain way, obviously, but they're actually, he seems, they, he seems really cool and like down to earth. But he like explained, like we were trying to become famous and we did like, yeah. this is, and then like we tried to, you know, we tried to do this and then we would sell paparazzi photos. It was like, we didn't care. We were just trying to make money. We had so much money coming in, like millions of dollars. Ugh, totally makes sense. Yeah. So it was like, like, yeah, of course 
it'd be like nice to be like this or that or whatever. But he was like, I didn't care. We were just making money. Right. So it was interesting. Now I'm going to have to listen. Anyway, till next time. Yeah. Bye, everybody. Peace. Peace. Is it my turn? For what? To stand up. Oh, you're standing up. Great. Thanks.